Previously, on You Watched It Wrong. We're a little over halfway through. What? So, How did that happen? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I just watched Judon Baker movie. Rocky! Princess Bride! Diplomatic immunity! Very often people get into a cow suit. Hey, Mush! And Hoss! Just because you always... Sure. I don't know why, but... This is Rick Moranis. Powerhouse. Like, you just can't... eat the pizza box, it tastes the same. I was Powerhouse. so excited for this show. Take and the fucking elephant. Now I'm learning things I didn't know. I enjoyed know. my brief moment in the spotlight. And thought I was just acting. Wait, you know his name? Saving Carl. Mail you my feet. It's a sled. He's dead. The box contains his wife's head. Vader's his father. They're allergic to water. She's a sister and her daughter. You watched it wrong. Once again, I am Senator Crown Lord of Moving Images. I see you've come back for more. You know, I, I split last episode into two parts to spare you the constant pain of needless trivia in onslaught form, thinking you'd get the hint. But here you are, having returned for more. So I must ask, who hurt you? Oh well, as just to catch you up, co-host Wade is subjecting his co-host Siggy, his brother Todd, and Siggy's former broadcasting partner Hugh Jasper to a series of movie trivia... I guess you'd call them games. This episode is the last of these games for this particular evening that, fair warning, exceeds all common sense and must be dealt with accordingly. I'll let you experience for yourself how this unfolds. Only the brave and or dumb should press on to bear witness to... The Trilogy of Trivia Part 2! You have been warned. Cynicron out. You're listening to You Watched It Wrong with Wade, Siggy, Tut, and Hugh. Okay, now this is what's taken my... I spent a whole weekend doing this, and and I'm very, very excited about this. I'm very excited. Very excited. I'm, I'm very also nervous. very nervous. <laughs> I'm having some kind of anxiety. <laughs> Oh, John Candy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was very perplexed by that, but I think it's because of the way it says lobster. So. Oh, John Candy's brother gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Sammy. I, lobster. Okay. This game is called You Heard That Right. Ah. <laughs> Here's the game. Well, first, some context. I love, I have real affinity for songs that were written specifically for a movie. Okay? okay. I love the ones that are like, you know, really that are, are doing, they become hits and they, they're synonymous with the movie. Some ones are done by stars that they're forgotten that it's from a movie, but it goes on to have a life of its own, a big one. Right? I love the ones that are done by big, big stars and they're forgotten forever because they're very forgettable or they're very good, but just no, they're never, they only appeared on the soundtrack. The soundtrack died. Nobody cared. The movie died, nobody cared. But the ones I really love, 
the ones I really love are the ones, and this is kind of mean to me, are done by people never heard from before and never heard from again. Oh, kind of a one-hit wonder. No, not even not even a one-hit one one wonder. They so were they were contracted to do this, and it didn't go anywhere. A um, one flop flounder. I love those. <laughs> exactly. I love those. And sometimes I love how bad they are, and sometimes I love how gr- they're gems. This game is bore out of that love for these songs. Okay. I'm going to play the song. As soon as you know what movie it was written for, call it out, you get a point. Okay. There's no lost points for guessing or wrong. Just call it out, you get a point. I'm n- I stayed away from musicals. Not really going to do anything that was written for a musical. Um, I thought I had one exception to this one thing. I was ref- I was refraining from songs that were performed in the movie. Uh, but there are three in this list that are performed in the movie. Okay. But they still adhere to the rules that they are either a a song played in the opening credits, a song played the end credits or on some montage or somewhere in the movie. It's your, it's very uncommon. I don't think any of these are incidental music. Okay. Okay. They're, um, diegetic. They're not diegetic. Well, one of them, well, it's even are performed. Okay. But basically they, just recall, they are written for the movie. They appear on the soundtrack, usually with the phrase theme to the motion picture. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay? okay. Usually not all of them do, but most of the, that's generally the rule. If I'm wrong on any of these, I've tried to do my, my, my diligent research. If I'm wrong about any of these, I'm, I apologize, but I've, I've the looked at the ones. You know. I've, I'm sure they will. Okay. But here's the thing. You know my love for really weird, absurd, hard to guess ones, obviously, from the credit. I've done those, but you got to, don't fall asleep. Pay attention because they will probably say the name of the movie in it at some point. Okay. Maybe even right up front. <laughs> so then it's just. Maybe over and over and over again. Yeah. Okay. You guys ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Let's start with something easy. Right. Tune V1. Ooh, ooh, what do you do? No one else can dance Spies like us. us. Correct. Way to go, Sir Paul. Paul McCartney is Spies Like Us. Did you have any thoughts about the song? Good, bad? It's a Paul McCartney song, so of course it's excellent. Just like uh, Chris, having a simply wonderful Christmas time. Oh, which I like. Hey, yeah. I like that song. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, someone has to. I enjoy it. It's, even, it's on to. my phone right right, right here. Oh, Please okay. don't. No, this no. is my house. Right, if I get mad, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share. Okay, you. all right, all right. I, I, what? Cool, very good. So wait, who said that? Uh, that was Todd. me. All right. Those spies like us. Point right, Um Classic. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I would say that the song is actually probably better than the movie. Yeah. Uh, Basically, yeah. with spies like us. I mean, I mean, granted, uh, Donna Dixon and whoever played yeah. the Russian girl. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole point that that Donna Dixon was married to Dan, Dan, Dan Aykroyd and yet was paired off with Chevy Chase. So was that before them, or were they married? No, they were they married because they got time. married after Doctor Detroit when he was paired up with Fran Drescher. Right, okay. <laughs> right. So, so it's they... kind of like it's kind of like movies could never buy. Dan Aykroyd married to Donna but Dixon. But they could buy <laughs> Donna <laughs> Dixon with Chevy Chase. Exactly. There you we go. We could never, ever buy Donna Dixon with Ray right. Stance. It just it just couldn't happen. And yet it did. I remember thinking the shot where the ninja like does all the sword tricks and then all the trees fall away from him <laughs> oh. afterwards. 
being the only funny thing yeah. in that entire movie. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 okay, one one funny, very brief funny scene is when they're in the, uh, the oh, machine uh, where they go around like really really fast and they come out and their faces all like pushed apart. Like, you want to grab a coffee? <laughs> Yeah, I laughed at that. That was in the trailer, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was that was the clip yeah. they show on the Tonight Show, I believe. Um, yeah, it I, made me laugh, and that's I, it. <laughs> I remember the line that everyone thought was so funny. I didn't because it made no sense that he would make a joke at that point. Remember, they're they're in the middle of the the, the poster shot. They're in the middle of the snow, covered in fur, and they hear what sounds like gun cockings, and they suddenly are about to get attacked, and they're worried they're going to get attacked. And he hears something, and he goes, "What's that?" And he goes, "Oh no." It's a dick fur. <laughs> What's a dick fur? To pee with. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they all know. He's like, why would you do that there? Yes. Um, he's playing the straight man. He's playing the straight How, man. Why would, why would he, do, he that? do that? But the, the line that did make me laugh in that was when he's getting fired at the beginning or whatever causes him to, to get mad and join this what whatever on a mission. When his, he turns to his boss and he goes, you know, I was going to hook you up with the Disney pant channel for free. Well, forget it. That made me laugh. Okay, here we go. Good job. He is a uh, a powerhouse, uh, I think. Uh, no, Rick Moranis is a powerhouse. <laughs> Dan well, Aykroyd is. He didn't say powerhouse. He just said powerhouse. Yes. Yeah, power. Okay, all right, all right. Powerhouse. All right. You, got, you got those. Guys. I withdraw my, my objection. I'm tough but fair. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, tune V2. Oh, that's still Tune V1. <laughs> Man, this is very exciting. I'm, uh, I'm moving in my seat. Yeah, Todd's got the motions yeah. for the song. He knows it. It's real. Mm. You see why these songs stick with me? There's something to them. Yeah, Everyday people. <laughs> Yeah, I know this song. I yeah. We had it on cassette tape. Or I did, maybe. Uh, you probably heard a lot of these songs blaring out of my room. New Modern Man. This is Night Ranger. Streets on Fire! Yeah, this is Night Ranger, actually. I didn't know that for a long time. Oh, do you remember that they say electric guitar for no reason? Oh, he just announced The secret of my success! There you go! With, with Michael J. Fox! Yes! I know! 25 hours a day! There you go. That's catchy, I yes. said. I, I don't, yeah, it's just... It, this did appear on Night Ranger's album later, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, Night Ranger, they're, they have a hit. It's <laughs> Christian, so, I mean, you can't say that they're, you know, they're not a one-flop flounder. No, no, no. In fact, looking over my list, I'm surprised how many of these lists from uh, the are big, huge people. So, I should have oh, said that. Yes. Okay, oh, great. So good. All right. So, what is the secret of his success? Working 25 hours a day. Uh, having, bum, bum. having an uncle <laughs> who has a company and, uh, you know, uh, so have, nepotism. Some, nepotism. And then really sleeping is. with your aunt without knowing it. Yes. Sleeping like with your aunt Auntie without knowing Vi? it. Auntie Vi? 
and, and then once once everything, then you get uh, then you uh, you know start dating Supergirl. Yeah. And, uh, what, that, may, possibly one of the best movies. Well, arguably, but yeah, one of my what, favorite secret movies. Secret of My Success or Supergirl? Supergirl. Supergirl. Oh. The Supergirl. I remember seeing. I I saw yeah. Supergirl with with the I forget her name. Helen uh, Helen Shaver and Faye Dunaway and not Shaver Helen something else Helen Slater I'm sorry Slater, Helen yes. Shaver was in Color of Money I'm sorry Helen ha- uh, yeah Helen yeah. Slater Helen, Helen Slater is the kind of the love Slater. interest in, uh, <laughs> in Secret of My Success but Thank yeah you. excellent oh. all right Tune V three Modern Problem <laughs> I figured you'd either I think the band is called the Tubes You're right. Yeah. I thought you were either going to get this one or um, it was going to drive you crazy. No, no, I love this song. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. And the Tubes, they, they've had a couple hits. Well, they had She's a Beauty. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. a Beauty. Now, I think the internet would take, might take exception with this because when I did my research, I found the first time they keep saying its first appearance was on the Tubes uh, Sports Fan album. came out in 1982. But Modern Problems came out in 1981, so I'm just gonna well, say. Well, was the soundtrack released? In don't know. I couldn't find a soundtrack for it. Anyway, some so I don't know. So, but I'm gonna just say that it is. Okay. Opening theme to Modern Problems. There we go. Chevy Chase again. Chevy Chase shows up. That'd be a good quote. I got a bad feeling from these chicken guts. Oh, that's right. Thanks for blowing it. That was on my next list. <laughs> According um, to these chicken guts, it's gonna be quite a ruckus here next week. I, I I was trying to pull so many quotes from Modern Problems and, and I couldn't find one. Nell uh, Carter. Nice. Help me. Oh, I just thought of one. A wounded duck routine. Help me, help me. Fix my broken wing. That's Dabney Coleman. That's right. All right. Man, you do a great Dabney Coleman. I love Dabney Coleman. It makes me very nervous. Uh, that's, that's, that's a good Dabney Coleman. Uh, okay. Oh, John Cue. Candy. <laughs> All right. That's John Candy. All right. Cue uh, song four. Get smart. You're, uh, keep going. The nude bomb. There you go. I was actually singing along. <laughs> I love this song. I, I just, it's you know, so. I, I just recently found now it. Now the funny thing is, 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 is we we had, um, uh, you know, before we had our home VCR, we would record movies on audio tape, yeah. which is probably why the intonation game and uh, all that, because yeah, yeah. we were more audiophiles before we had a video recorder and uh uh the funny thing was is when that opening uh, with the guitar for get smart for 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 new bomb started i heard that and i uh and i knew that get smart went there even though it it wasn't in the recording and i just realized the reason why i thought that was because on our cassette tape recording of new bomb Wade and I are next to the microphone, <laughs> and we're reading the words off the TV. So it's right. a, it that when that right. opening song starts, it says it's time to get smart, and that so I yeah. heard that as I was listening to the song, as I immediately oh yes, but yes oh awesome, awesome yeah. cool, and it's a it's a wonderful song, uh, evocative of its time period and. Uh, 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 Who it performs it? Yes, Mary Clayton, M E R R Y, Mary Clayton. By the way, uh, quick quick note: if, it's, if we sound uh, louder, it's because I just realized that in all my scuffling five hours before the show, I was switching ports and I dropped 
port, port, you got port? <laughs> <laughs> I was switching uh, the ports on my mixer, and I dropped it to try to hear the music, and I never brought it back up. So that's so why. Okay. We're so no. low. So so oh, basically gosh. all the points know. should be thrown away because yeah. Ziggy was getting screwed on the right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that was uh, Hugh with uh, You're Always nude There When bomb. I Need You, the Nude Bomb with Norman Saint Savage. All right. Here we go. Two v five. You get everyone ready? Yes. Here we go. Race for your life, Charlie Brown. Correct. Race for your life, Charlie. <laughs> it's a new day. We all can agree that the sunshine you absolutely free. All right. It's I recognize those bongos anywhere. <laughs> Are there there is one scene I remember in that movie where Charlie Brown actually stands up for himself and actually yeah. actually responds yeah to someone is it's, that when he tells the girls off that well it's well because Peppermint Patty is this is when they were um, yeah the they, food. they got they got they got ship uh, their, their boat shipwrecked they cracked, and so they they come across this cabin where the girls spend the night in the cabin the boys have to sleep outside because the right. girls voted you know. Boys have to sleep outside, right. and so and the boys and they are still, the only ones that have food, and so the girls. Yeah, so they came out, and so then all the girls come out and say, well, you know, what's for breakfast, and so and it's cold cereal, common theme, you know, a lot of peanuts. Where's the where's, where's, where's the corned willies? Yes. Where's where's and peppermint patties? Where's this blah 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 blah? And then Charlie Brown finally says, "Look, <laughs> this is all we got. If you don't like it, you don't have to eat it." <laughs> And that shuts Peppermint Patty yeah, out. And yeah, that's like yeah. one of the few times ever, Charlie yeah. Brown actually gets a, gets a spine. Yeah. yeah. He stands up for himself. And if you, are you, are you, do you, have you read a lot of the comic strips? Are you familiar yeah. with it? And I know it's the only other time Charlie Brown's like that when he's manager of the baseball team. Yeah. And where the only time where he actually gets back at Lucy. Like, yeah. For most of the time, you know, Lucy's taking away the football or basically right. just demeaning him nonstop. But on the baseball field, the roles are reversed. Like, yeah. Lucy's the one making comments or doing stupid things. And Charlie Brown is actually, again, showing a sign. So, which it's I about know. something when, when you're in your element, you know, where you're coming from. Yeah, even though, even though he is a lousy pitcher and the <laughs> team is terrible. But still, it's like one of the right. few times that yeah. Charlie Brown, this poor put-upon character, is in a position of authority mm-hmm. and actually exci- exercises that authority. Yeah, That's really cool. Did you but, see the new Peanuts movie? Uh, I saw parts of it. it. I actually really liked it. I thought what it was I, really, yeah, what I, I was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they made really smart animation style choices to bring it, modernize it, but not ki- still keep the feel of it. I really loved. I loved the the whole test thing where he. I, 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 I mean, it turned out to be a really good lesson for my son about honesty, and about how people really how. We're really grateful for that movie, and I want to revisit it actually. Oh, sorry. Okay, and then who ends up winning the boat race? A Snoopy. Oh, no, no, nope. Woodstock. 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 Woodstock does, yeah. Point. Snoopy has to take out the, uh, takes, the cat. He punches, he punches the cat. The cat. Yeah. Like he punches him. Yeah. Dog <laughs> we all got to jump violence. up and punch the cat. So the bird can and win. I think he punches him again, like when they're ready to yeah. leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's gratuitous. <laughs> wait, wait. Well, Todd, he hates cats. No, I mean, Todd like, and I used <laughs> to always say, wait, wait, don't forget about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, can see Jared. Siggy's uh, getting the twelve thirty look, so let's move it on. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Sorry, we'll carry on. on. Well, at right. least we're in the last game. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right, here we go. Q six. 
Mannequin? Uh-oh. Mannequin 2 on the move. Once bitten, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I skipped it forward too much, sorry. <laughs> the the it was once bitten. A lot of vamp vampire movies here today for some reason. So that was you. One, that yeah. was you got that first, that's right? With Lauren Hunt and yeah. Jim Carrey, right? Yeah, that's right. One of his earlier works. Um, Cleavon Little. Cleavon Little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just a nice find, I thought. Mm. It, the beginning's very innocuous, so anyway. All right. Q Q seven. <laughs> Opening longer than I remember. Here we go. Uh, uh, uh. Don't bug me, don't bug me. I'm better left alone. Let me fly. Fly? No. <laughs> it, it is like a horror movie, isn't it? It is. It's like arachnophobia. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. This is the closing credit. That's the, uh, I think. Well, they do do like "I Left My Heart in San Francisco" as the mm. joke, but oh, then right, it goes right. into this song by Jimmy Buffett. Oh, wow. And the funny thing is about this song, I do like this song, but he goes into lyrics like this. I can spin a web. I can spin a tail. He, he, and then and then the plot specific lines. He saw the movie. He or saw he the, the movie. Yeah. But so he like, so but he didn't care otherwise because I'm sorry, a spider is not a bug. <laughs> so why would you do "Don't Bug Me" as the Wait, title? Spiders of, are bugs. No, well, well, are bugs specifically insects or are bugs just creepy crawlies? Who says a bug is an insect? All right. A, to me, a I, tick is a bug. I do. I say, I'd say, I'd with, say bugs, and then I'm like, that's a yeah, spider. Yeah. yeah. Spiders yeah. have spiders eat their... bugs. <laughs> That's what I say. So the spider would want you to bug him. Right. right? <laughs> Wait. I agree. Yeah, I think a bug is just a creepy crawly. You think mm. a bug is something that has six legs, a head, a thorax, and an abdomen? Like that's... Yes, yes, I do. Yes. I do. Why would you use I... the word bug to describe something so specific? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm using See, a catch-all title. It's a good, good point. I, yeah. I'm using a catch-all title to describe a very specific thing. Here we go. One. Only one. Okay. All right. So uh, here's uh, song number eight. Syndicates in the house. Ghetto boys in the house. Donald D's in the house. Fear of a black hat. Body counts in the house. Zulu Nation in the house. Ice T's in the house. Colors. Ooh, that's a great guess. That's fantastic. I'm not getting it right. Nope. That's a. Not quite fine. It's Ice T. mentions Ice T. It is Ice T. What is that? All those people are in. Uh, 
quick on the trigger. Yo, I'm a great digger. Chop up a body and trespass. Grave diggers. Oh, that was a band. <laughs> Never mind. Jason's really, for not a mom movie guy, you're doing great. This is this is an esoteric one. I apologize. CB4 and watch for the ricochet. Ricochet. <laughs> ricochet. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have done like that. Here it is. I was like, because they don't they don't mention that it much. Yeah, that's a strange movie, isn't it? But the giant um, Lithgow. Lithgow. I now for a while I kept going. Was that the Denzel Lithgow bad guy one? Am I confusing with Raising Kane? But no. Yeah, it's Denzel Washington, John Lithgow, Ice T, Kevin Pollack. Um, so that was. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna get I like that, that to, movie. I'm gonna get to both of you guys. Yeah, very. I remember a lot from that movie, even though I thought it was a really kind of vile movie. B. Really was kind of felt dirty watching it. It's very pulpy. Yeah, pulpy. I, I do remember some of the uh, ads for it featured a naked Denzel Washington hiding behind his locker <laughs> while the female mayor or chief of police is talking to him. Right, right, yeah. I remember because. Oh, yeah, they, there's like a fake sex tape uh, that right. they make. They, they, frame drug, him they drug him because he's a, he's a, he was a cop and now he's a DA. And they drug him, and um, he's out, and then they have a prostitute come in and have sex with him while he's unconscious. And then they play pre-recorded audio that they got of him earlier flirting with a waitress. And so then they put that on the tape, and then they circulate the tape, and they say, look, he's, look at him. And then, they, then she gave him chlamydia. Oh. So like, yeah, it's like, you just, John Lithgow is just like step-by-step removing his so know, evil bringing his life down. John Lithgow has a badass moment in that and oh, it yeah. doesn't fit your definition of badass where he's been shot in the knee or something and so they think he's out of commission but he like straps two phone books to his ankle and like breaks his bends like forces his knee to bend so he can oh, go right. back after yeah, that does. Denzel Washington or something? You know, I have to also say uh, about my badass definition from last episode, uh, I I forgot to bring it up because what do you think of the Joker from Dark Knight, his disappearing pencil bit? <laughs> Would that qualify? Right. Well, the, we had a discussion over text about this. About, right. It was like the calling a shot part of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That, it's... But yeah, that's 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 a good point. It 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 skews the whole thing of like can a can someone so awful be a badass? When the definition is like you have this, you you it's what was it? It was uh, um, ethical, uncompromising, unyielding, and um, effortless. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Well, let on. me ask Hugh since uh, uh, Hugh has made use of the the word badass uh, has <laughs> yeah. been known to. Yeah. Uh, the, the, do you ever <laughs> have you ever heard of the ethical part of being the definition of badass? Because that was new to me. Um. Well, I think a badass is not a bad person. It's not you know like like right. a villain. Right. Not. I don't think you consider badass. I think badass right. is, is more kind of like a cool attitude. It's like yeah, right. whatever. But but uh, like a badass, I don't think he's he's hostile towards anybody. Like he doesn't want to harm anyone or or he, he will he will, but he doesn't. <laughs> He or she does not want See, to. It's not the mm-hmm. the goal. I think being a badass is not is not hurting other people. Yeah. If if unless they deserve it. 
Right. You don't say you don't just you're not you're not a jerk. Right. You know, well, I, I think you're a badass, but you're not an asshole. Right. Yeah. It's two different things. I think I think the ethical part was new to me, too, but it instantly made sense because it was like it was basically saying um, you, he wasn't posing. He wasn't nothing is uh, uh, fake or um, illicit. It's all just like you're not moving me. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like he had every um, every um, everything was behind him, basically. That's what I. That's what the ethical part meant. To me. Mm. Well, that disqualifies the Joker. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. The whole and okay. His disappearing pencil. All right. Q nine. Nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> I threw that in. I figured. Threw it in for me. Thanks. I no, guess. I figured at this point, people would be kind of depressed. <laughs> like after having sit through Ricochet and. And don't bug me in once a bit. And I figured you needed a, everyone needed a wind. Yeah. And he was that question was number nine. definitely a top 40 hit. Yeah, yeah. It just occurred to me for that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, nine to five. Still a kick-ass song. Still a kick-ass song. Very versatile. Yeah. Nice use of typewriter. <laughs> okay, guys, here you go. Q10. Hello, Todd. Smiling. This is going to be a good movie. Midnight Run? Nope. Weekend at Bernie's? You're in the right wheel. Weekend at Bernie's, too. No. Heaven can wait. Nope. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds the of Heavenly Paradise. Kid. Correct! <laughs> what was it? it <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Ah, Take wow. Take me back to... They're in the limo. <laughs> Booger sticks us out the window. I love you! I love all of you! This isn't a cheap trick, is it? Nope, this is 38 Special. And this oh. is another one that uh. ends up on this thing where, like, yes, this song appears on an EP put out by 38 Special called 38 Special, but only in Japan a year before this movie comes out. But when it did come out, it's called Back to Paradise, theme to Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. So it's on the list. So why, I, I wasn't why wasn't Ted McGinley in... Revenge of the Nerds 2. Who was he in Revenge of the Nerds 1? He was, he was the main evil jock guy. Right. Oh, well, and they need a new evil jock guy. And remember who the new evil jock guy was? Who? Played by Bradley Whitford. Well, I do remember Ogre was, was Ogre there. was there. And, and, spoiler alert, Ogre joins the nerds at the end. And, becomes, <laughs> and, and, his, and his, uh, his fraternity name is not Ogre. It's Frederick. Nice. They call him Frederick. Frederick. Because he's... He's wearing glasses as his hair slicked back, <laughs> and they, they have the ceremonial punch where everybody takes right, a sip, right, and right. he grabs the, the whole, whole bowl, bowl, drinks it, and then does the nerdy laugh. <laughs> I think the first time you see Ogre, he's taking a very long urination break. In part like, two or the first part one? Part two. Okay. Like he's okay. peeing for a very long time, and Bradley Whitford, the bad guys, are in the hot tub talking about, yeah, this time next year, the nerds are going to be history, and they keep looking over the shoulder because he's still peeing. And at the end of the, and when he's done peeing, what does he say? Nerds! <laughs> it's like a 
<laughs> okay. If that, whatever gets you through. Okay, here we go. Q thir- 11. Coneheads! <laughs> sorry, Jerry. Uh, sorry, Sig. It's a little late over there, isn't it? Okay. Or I think you should apologize for making me listen to this music. <laughs> but wait, you gotta hear this part. <laughs> I remember this song. I remember hearing this. In my in our dorm room, right? Yes, yeah. you had the soundtrack, <laughs> the but soundtrack. Uh, there was okay, but there was one song on the soundtrack I really liked. Yeah, there's a lot of good songs on the soundtrack. But there was one song I really liked. It was Bare Naked Ladies' version of "Fight the Power." That's right. Ooh. That's right. It it's was, really good. Which, do, yes, I remember. I remember that CD you had. Yeah, you remember yeah I had. Uh, yeah, exactly. I remember that. All right. Well, it's only going to get worse from here, Siggy. Uh, oh. So buckle up. Uh-huh. Here we go. Twelve. Two thousand one, a space odyssey. No, uh, this is uh, this is Gladys Knight and the Pips doing uh, a James Bond theme. This is uh, um, Living Daylight. No, no, that's uh, Aha. This one is the next Timothy uh, Dalton to one. License to Kill. Oh yeah. my yeah. God! Yeah. 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 I, I, well, I, I should get half credit for <laughs> that. Now, 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 honestly, honestly, though. No, I see. I, I'm a Bond aficionado, yeah. so I, I make. But this is License to Kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who, it's Timothy Dalton. Yeah, I, mean, you know, I don't but, remember the movie very well, but that's yeah. Gladys Knight in the Pips. Yeah, it's Gladys Knight, but yeah. it's License. To, no, I love Timothy Dalton as Bond. I really do. I, yeah. I defend him. I think he's the most underrated one. Um, and I didn't. I wasn't. Obviously, the Bond themes would be way too easy, but. Yeah, that, I did. I don't. I, I have this song. I own this song, and I don't ever remember what it sounds like. It's, it's a very odd for a, for a Bond song. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, wins know. lunch. <laughs> I love Gladys Knight. I'm not, not so hot on, on this song. So yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed. Uh, I, I think both of you should get that, Todd and uh, Hugh. I, I agree. Oh, well, that was Coneheads. Well, I think we both got Conan's in there. Yeah, we both said oh, Conan's in there. Yeah, that's right. We both said Conan's in there. Okay. Conan's! Q13. That's Jane Curtin. Oh, this is Hudson Hawk. That's correct. <laughs> this is Dr. John with Hudson Hawk. And uh, it was part of my training. I literally, and this is in all honesty, listened to this song on my drive over. This is the one CD. <laughs> That I picked. I said, hmm, you thought, you know, maybe he's going to play Hudson Hawk. Better listen to that opening song. I was song. going to do pre-guess before this round saying, can I pre-guess? Is one of them Hudson Hawk? Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> I did. And so I, because I popped it in, I, otherwise I, I might, it would have taken me a little longer to guess it. You, but, uh, you was, know me so well. Yeah, yeah. You know me so well. All right. Not a bad song. Looking, yeah. listen to it now, it's a little, little, you know, too telling the story a little too much, but not a bad song. 14. Would you like to swing a star? Oh, I know I've watched this movie a lot. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that Jeff Goldblum movie, Into the Night. There you go, Into the Night. B.B. King. Yeah, oh, I watch that a lot. Oh, with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. And, and uh, the villain is uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. David Bowie, who actually, though, what's interesting about Into the Night, when I looked at it later, Into the Night, all the, like, minor roles, all the day players, they're all played by either film directors who aren't normally actors <laughs> or, blues, John, or blues or blues or musicians. Yeah, John Landis directed John it. Landis directed it. He and... Uh, 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 it's Jonathan the guy who directed uh, Nuns on the Run and Clue um, he's a, a tailor in it um, they go through the list I think Taylor Hackford's in it all these directors are, are playing minor roles and if they're not directors they're musicians the, the fight at, uh, that happens between David Bowie and, and Carl Perkins uh, <laughs> happens in front of Abbott Costello me Frankenstein yeah, being yeah, shown yeah. on the screen and it mirrors their Wolfman Dracula fight because yeah, yeah. the hair is the thing yeah, it's 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 a very strange, but but very and Dan Aykroyd again. Dan Aykroyd's in the beginning. Oh. He, you know, there's a lot of Chase and Aykroyd in this list. Yeah, powerhouse. Powerhouse. No, no, there's no Rick Moranis. <laughs> yeah, is there been a Rick Moranis yet? Well, don't well don't so. say it because no, I'm just saying yet. Yes. All right. So you said uh, into the night time. Okay, great. Into the night. Yeah, BB King, man. Sean Khalif from Man. Two thirteen. Two Money's the motivation, money's the conversation. You on vacation, we getting paid, so we on vacation. I did it for the fam. It's whatever we the had world to do, loves this movie. Yeah, but I worked on the behind the scenes of it, and I did a lot of stuff on on the, for the Blu-ray, and it drove me crazy. And I heard this song ad nauseum. Oh. And I literally had to buy this song. I said, okay, fine. You're not getting out of my head? I'm going to buy you. <laughs> I, I have a similar story. So, this might not be for anyone. Any guesses? Three strikes. <laughs> it's not bad. Is there any place... I don't think third any, strike. I don't think there's any lyrics in it that's up. This is from Fast and Furious 6. Oh, so... Yeah. Uh, we, will, uh, we own it. Colin Fat uh Princess Fast. Uh so do Stop. tell you my story related to your ad nauseum story. Uh in high school, uh I took a I took a computer class, like yeah. general computer, and they had a CD player and they had one CD. <laughs> CD was Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy. And they would every class they would play it. Good CD. And it is, and it's and the, the opening song, the song is every every the beginning of every class is always start. And it's like every day for, yeah. for you know a couple months. And so then when I finally got my own CD player, the first CD I got was Led Zeppelin. Because <laughs> it just because it because it just it's, you I think it's to, it had to be you had yeah to it's like it. I had it because it just it gets ingrained into your brain. So I can see that and and Todd and myself we we worked in post well. Todd still does, yeah. and I and the post, the editing process, a lot of yeah. a lot of scenes get ripped. Like I'm sure you're that's aware what, of well. that's what and did it's just, it for me. Yeah, it's just you hear you hear the same thing over and over and over, and just a little secret behind the scenes in post production, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there there's a lot of repetition. It makes so, you hate it. So <laughs> okay, this is how dumb I am. I, how it, dumb are you? It looks like Siggy wanted to say something. Yeah. So, so I was, I literally wanted to to, to, to note to him that. 
you could say something now, and I chose to do it by taking my mouse and moving the arrow to his mouth <laughs> on my screen. <laughs> Like, that's how dumb I am. <laughs> He's the one who's up at mid- uh, 1 o'clock in the morning, and this is what I did. <laughs> did you feel that? <laughs> <laughs> With an S. He's double-clicking on you. <laughs> if you right-click, then you can, like, swap my teeth out. Or <laughs> Let's give you a new shirt. All right. So here we go. Uh, get ready for this, Siggy. See that stream at We're Just In Time. We have stumbled into a major crime. Dragnet. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. But then you know what? Don't we have to read him or write? So, yeah, there's a lot of Dan Aykroyd, Peter Aykroyd uh, collaborations out there. <laughs> um, you know how our, our president uh, recently tweeted about the... I forget what it was. Was it the Trump Tower, Moscow deal, something? Oh. Where he tweeted that it was very legal, very cool, and somebody <laughs> tweeted just the the dragnet poster <laughs> with the words "very legal, very cool." <laughs> Which was that's hilarious. The, that was the best uh, political commentary I saw that day. Very legal, very cool. Wow. I would encourage everyone to look online and look at the City of Crime Dragnet theme music video to see Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks dancing to this very, <laughs> very subpar rap video. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's worth it. Trust me. All right. Q17. Oh, uh, Donnie Dangerously. Wow. Yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. nice. Weird Al. Whatever became of him? I don't know. I, I actually I actually thought a lot of people would be you guys would be like, this is from a movie? I didn't. No, I nope. I, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I I like Johnny Dangerous. I do I too. Was, yeah. I eat the lame and yawn seven times a day. My bathtub's filled with Perrier. What can I say? This is and, life. And this it this is the life is in fact um the theme to Johnny Dangerous. In parentheses, theme to Johnny Dangerous. Nice. It is on the his album and everything else. Okay. Good one. All right, next Q18. This was a top Michael 40 Jackson. hit, too. Yeah, top 40 hit. The, sequ- the, the Oscar-nominated song. Oscar-nominated song sung about um, the sequel to a giant killer rat movie. Not giant. But, no, no oh, not oh, giant. There's a lot. Rats. Oh, I'm sorry. There That's food for the gods. Yeah. Sorry. My fault. My fault. No, these are just a lot of rats. My fault. I chose my ignorance. Good job. Okay. Q19. Uh, Police Academy five control. Four. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, give, give it to Siggy. He got the right number. Did he do it? Yeah, he you said. He said four. See, see, Siggy, I'm fair. You you said it before I did. The, it, it, he, got me, he got me most of the way there. Yeah. There nice. You go. I have an affinity for some of these. I don't know why. 
these maybe what? it's just the bass. I, oh, these songs. It's all about the Megan Train. All about the bass. There we go. Q20. Q20. Uh, Ruthless People. Correct. Uh, that's Mick Jagger, right? Mick Jagger. Yeah. There you go. Hey, how is there enough there? I mean, half the songs of the mid '80s had that beat. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was loving the mid '80s. <laughs> but yeah, this sounds. I noticed this sounds pretty close to the last song we just heard. They, they all sound pretty close, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, they're they're not terrible songs. You know, it's just ruthless. No, it sounded completely different. Yeah. It, it, immediately, I was like, oh, that's ruthless well, people. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're not cool. <laughs> I understand. All right, Q21. Caddyshack. There you go. Nice. I was really happy to get this on CD. It's a good song. I yeah, guess. I, I, this is why Ooh. I... Oh, oh go, no, ahead. No, go, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. Sorry, I was just going to say that um, uh, I, I found the Caddyshack soundtrack on Spotify a while back, and I was listening, and I found... Because I know that opening of Caddyshack so well, that the oh. song didn't work. Yeah. It was different. And then, like two, three tracks into the soundtrack, there was the other half. The, the, the. So Caddyshack, the they movie, begins with one song, and then it splices into "I'm All Right." So the opening is is this a second song on the on the. So they they melded them together for yeah. the movie. The, and so the, when, the, would, when you hear that ethereal kind of thing with the sprinklers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it sounds a lot like "I'm All Right," and then they, that's that's another Kenny Loggins song. It's a different and then song. It goes, yeah. Ooh, ah, do, 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 so do, is that when the, the golf ball comes in with yes, the, yeah, with the yeah, golfer? Yeah. No golf ball. Golfer. Oh. Well, no, the golfers pops <laughs> up, the golfer. but then the but little then, furry. Yeah, I know. No, no. no. <laughs> my my family. Shane, if I kill all the golfers, uh, they'll lock me up through the key. <laughs> golfers, <laughs> golfers. Okay, what number are we on? Uh, Twenty-two. Armed and Dangerous? That's correct! <laughs> that's the John Candy, UG Levy. That's correct! Powerhouse! No, that's Rick Moranis. <laughs> that's Rick Moranis. He's a powerhouse. See, uh, you know, when you guys mentioned Armed and Dangerous earlier, I was like, oh, I got something coming. <laughs> Where's the. Dangerous! Atlantic Star. I think their big hit was Always. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Also, um, movie also has Meg Ryan yes, as Eugene Levy's love interest. In fact, when you first read that quote about um, uh, these are weapons and oh, can right. go off at any second, I thought of Meg Ryan and Sound and Dangerous first. Really? <laughs> that's what I was going to well, say. just because we want like, No, no, you don't want to lose three points. Be careful. Hold on. All right, all right, all right. Well, now you can say whatever you want. You know, points lost here. Okay, Q23. This is the golden child. That's correct. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> this is here we actually go. heart. This See, is that's heart. Thing. This is a good one. It, it, is it? It listed as Anne Wilson. Well, yeah, yeah she's heart. heart. I didn't know. Yeah. Also, it might not be an official heart right, song. Right, exactly. This is one Wilson of the Wilson was, sisters. Yeah, yeah. Anne Wilson was in the heart. Good song. Yeah, I like excellent. Very good song. Uh, now, of course, I, 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 full disclosure, Wade and I both 
purchased yes. the $40 three CD I didn't pay that album. Much for it. Oh, really? Was it not for I actually bought it at Comic Con. Oh, I bought it at Amoeba, so I, they yeah. hiked the price yeah. up, I'm sure. Yeah it's, it's, it's the one, yeah, it's the one that's got yeah. the score that they rejected by bon, John <laughs> really? Barry. They re, John Barry did a score, they rejected it, and they went with Michael Columbine to get what we got. But Michael Columbine, is that right? Doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right. <laughs> I think it's spelled that way, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, we both got that. So yeah. that's kind of a cheat on my part. Here we go. Yeah, I think I think Siggy's on to something. Because he's mentioned this before. Oop, I did it. Siggy, you should have you should have this one, Siggy. <laughs> Wait a second. Here we go. This is probably where you'll know it. <laughs> a rocket launcher has just been let off and blew up a building along the way. Red Dawn. Nope. All right, everyone's a little bit perplexed. This has characters named Egg Stork and Clay Stork. Oh. <laughs> one crazy summer. This is one oh, crazy summer. So nice. Oh, I don't remember the song at all. This this is at the very end. I always like this song for some reason, but the oh, I, I skipped one. I skipped four, 24. All right, we're going back. <laughs> 24. But yeah, this is plays at the end of One Crazy Summer. Wow. And you, over it, you hear you, the guy, the guy who's been trying to win the the radio contest, right, right. fires his rocket launcher at the radio station, blows up, and oh. in the foreground, you see Bobcat Goldthwait and his brother Clay Tom Villard or something, drive up, jump out of their pickup trucks, and see the building on fire, and they're like, "Hey, a bonfire! Get the marshmallows!" And then they run three miles to the burning building, like they parked three miles away. <laughs> Got their sticks and then ran <laughs> three miles. I don't really know. That never made sense to me. But, you know, we weren't going to hear him say, hey, a bonfire, get the marshmallows if they drove three miles away. Now, well, let's see, One Crazy Summer, is, uh, does E.G. Daly appear in that? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. no. I might. Uh, now, is Demi Moore in One Crazy Demi Summer? Demi Moore is in One Crazy right, Summer. Right, so I think E.G. Daly does perform. Something no, there. no, you're 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 mixing. That's for the next game. Mm, okay. uh, uh, Demi Moore does perform. Mm-hmm. That's also for the next game. Dang it! Demi Moore does perform. Don't look back in that ah, song. Nice. That's Cassandra. Yes. Here we go. Yes. Oh, this is a woman in red. Oh, jeez, wow. Okay, I I thought people would forget that this one was written for a movie. All right. I did forget that. Oh. This was one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woman in red. Not, uh, won the Oscar this year. Wow. The year. And actually, that year, and I don't want to read them all off, but that year was one of the few ones where all five songs nominated for the Oscar all became not just huge hits, but are still played today. Oh. Oh, wow. It, it was in 1984, so, I think. This is, this what were the, the other Oscars? Ones? And this, this beat out all the others. This beat out all the others. Um, I'm sorry. I don't want to say because there's other okay, ones okay, on no, the list. That's fine. So, yeah. Tell me later. Okay. So where are we at? 20... 26. So that was Todd with... The yeah. Woman in Red. All right. 
This is Legal Eagles? That's correct. <laughs> Why is there a steel drum here? <laughs> because it's Rod Stewart. Uh, in the Caribbean at the start of the movie. <laughs> steel drums were becoming like just regular pop things at that time. I, I think when that came out, I loved that song so much. I loved on it so hard. Yeah, it was on uh, uh, my mixtape that I would listen to in my Walkman when I was right. bike riding. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, was, I knew this those one steel drums. was on my lawn mowing tape, too. Is this also Dragnet? Nope. It's uh, uh, a very similar song. Yes. Oh. Oh, this is uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> This is he figures that out right Martin. when the clip quote comes up. He figures that out right when the movie drops. This is just... You've, you've messed with the wrong guy! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this song is called I Can I Take, can anything. take anything. Oh, I just did it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite an echo. Uh, oh, here we go. Where are we at? 
Without a boy? Nine months? The one where... The Englishman that went up a hill and what, came down a mountain? I don't know. Hugh Grant plays a former 80s yeah. pop star. He plays an Andrew Wrigley-like person. But I don't know. I don't forget what it's called. About a boy? No. Music yeah. and lyrics? Music and lyrics! Oh, that's it. That's what it's called. It's called Music and Lyrics. Sorry, man. You pretty bad it. title. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, pretty great title. But I do think this song, this song should have been nominated for an Oscar. I do. <laughs> it's it's perfect. No, it's perfect it for what it's trying yeah, to do. Yeah, what it sounds like in 80s. It's, it's yeah. And it's weirdly entertaining. Really funny. Perfect of the era. I, I think should have should have been done. Really good. Speaking of Oscars. Okay. Uh, I just called to say I love you. Oh thanks. Uh, uh, in the 57th Academy Awards for 1984 it was up against Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Nice. Um, two from Footloose, the title track by Kenny Loggins and Dean mm-hmm. Pritchford. Uh, and uh, let's hear it for the boy. Right. Oh, nice. And then uh, Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> Pretty wow, stock category there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for. That. I just called to say I love you. Also, the greatest selling Motown song of all time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mo- Motown Records, right? The label. Motown Records. Yes. Which, uh, and wow. kind of a little unjust. A bit of a me, blight but... on yeah his even his. Now, if if Ghostbusters had won the Oscar, would Huey Lewis and the News <laughs> have an Oscar? Because <laughs> it was Maybe. probably in legislation. I yeah. mean, not legislation, but in in. Uh, <laughs> Yes, Congress was meeting. <laughs> let's let's get a move on. We got a lot to get through. Oh okay. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my Ghost? Ghost. No. Oh, I forgot to say, I'm not going to I wouldn't do... have been written for this. Yeah, I'm not going to do the thing where oh, I'm going to... Okay. The movie it's associated with. What it's written for. Uh, so I'm not going to play written. Come Come and Get Your Love by Redbone and be Guardians of the Galaxy. This was what movie was this written for? Yeah, because that's right. Because the Righteous Brothers is a cover earlier version. That's right. Well, Alfie. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing well, if out. Nobody, guesses. If nobody knows, that's okay because I didn't expect anyone to know. I didn't know this, and this, I, this I just did as a learning experience. Okay. This song. Was written by Alex North, lyrics by Hi Zerat, who uh, sang the original song. Um, was written by for a 1955 little-known prison drama called Unchained. That's why it's called uh, Unchained Melody. They wow. never say Unchained in the song. Right. The producers uh. wanted the name in the song, and they said no, so they named it it Unchained Melody. Oh. Yeah, that would have been weird. Unchained! (laughs) I was in prison, but now I'm free. Yeah, would have changed a bit. It changed a little bit, yeah. Unchained! (laughs) That's if a rat had done it. Here we go. 32. What's left to say 
these prayers ain't working anymore. Every word shut down in flames. What's left to do? Sung by Celine Dion. This is the theme to Deadpool 2. What? This is the song they play in the opening credits. Well, the fake credits. Wow. Where they're like, what just happened? What the... F this is it. And this was written for Deadpool 2. Beyond coming out of retirement. Oh, yeah, for Deadpool, Deadpool 2. 2. Excellent. She's a huge fan of Oh, sorry. But we'll just go for it. Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, yeah. Right? Good guess. Not correct. Oh, I, I thought I was gonna pick up <laughs> the big, the big chill. What? No, no. The big chill. Good, good guess. All much better movies. Well, more recognizable movies. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Madonna. Crazy for you. Was written for a movie. Is it Desperately Seeking Susan? No, or it's not one of those. Who's that girl? No, it isn't. Shanghai Surprise. Those are great guesses, but no, I don't think she's in it. Oh. Uh, this is for a biking, bicycling movie. Oh, right. Oh, Breaking uh, Away. No. Blue. Close. Uh, no, or it's, uh, it's got the... Um, Matthew Modine. Matthew Modine. So, yeah, I know the one. It's a Quicksilver. Right or something? No. Um, oh wait, no. I'm. I. You're right. Quicksilver <laughs> is. Quicksilver <laughs> is a is a is a Matthew Dane biking movie. I take that back. This isn't a biking movie. Oh okay. No, it's, Breaking it's Away Matthew... is the Matthew Dane. No, no. Is that no Matthew Dane and Breaking Away. Breaking away? Uh, no, 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 that's no. Dennis Quaid Sorry. and Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, right. We're talking. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of Vision Quest. Vision Quest. And that yeah. would be correct. So that's it. Point. Vision Quest. Wow. So what's yeah, wrestling? And they should totally wrestling. Use it in yeah, I'm sorry. I never saw it. Biking, wrestling. wrestling. Same difference. There's something Dude. about a sex scene I remember reading recently because I read about sex scenes Go and on. Uh, something. I about listen it. about. I hear and about I, sex scenes. I, 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 I actually looked up the movie because I thought, oh, I, I never got around to seeing Vision Quest. What's the sex scene I'm reading about? And. Uh, and? The love interest in Vision Quest is what's her name from? I don't know. Um, um, uh, from uh, uh, I don't have any more windows. I, can't I, I think it it's it's uh, uh, Romeo is bleeding. Who's the Lena Olin? Yeah, I think so. Mm. But I might be wrong. But yeah, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, bearable lightness yeah. of beating yeah. time. Yeah, sex scene. Look, look that up. Look, it up. Internet. look up sex scenes. Look up sex scenes. Look up sex. What the internet is for, right? Looking yeah, at, that's, that's what I, I use the internet. For. You know what else it's for? Q thirty four. Oh. <laughs> like I didn't know this existed. Oh, 
Ghostbusters 2? Ghostbusters 2! Right, there you go. This is Run DMC doing a song wow. called Ghostbusters for Ghostbusters 2. It's... Something is wrong. And ironically, it's, uh... It's using the baseline of hip to be square. <laughs> it's just really you surprising. Can't get away from that. <laughs> I like Run DMC, but you know, obviously I would have just put in it for the money too. That's fine. Or, or I would have just. Hey, would've somebody would've put, came like, to me and said, "Hey, perform a song." You know, sure. For, yeah. Or move. I'm not gonna get my right best now. thing to Ghostbusters too. You know. So how many more right. of these uh, do we <laughs> have? I was, I'm sorry I was waiting for you to ask that. Once we hit like Q30, I was like, 30 seems high. And I, well, I don't get the sense well, that it's 100. we're slowing okay. down. No, no, no. Let's, let's, uh, let's, just, let's just keep going. <laughs> not, not, uh, uh, we're, 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 we're about... We're, we're halfway. Okay. I, I had 61. <laughs> I don't I have to do all back of them. To 60. Uh, You're I, right. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a great observation. Where where are we at? We have thirty. We were at thirty-four. Let's see. Um, we'll do forty. Okay. Could you forty? I'm gonna do. We, I'm we just gonna can save some of these for another episode. <laughs> That's right. Because this is but fun. I, but I want you to come back. I, I want yeah, like okay. an arc to this that we haven't completed, <laughs> right? Like what's that? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's. Let's see. This isn't building up to anything yeah, in particular. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It isn't. It isn't. You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Save it for next round. This well, should good. do one more then. Let's do... Um, I think 34 is a healthy bunch of songs. <laughs> tell you what. Tell you what. Go let's get to... Okay, I'll just do one more. 35. 35 is good. 35 is nice, nice, nice round 35. Yeah, yeah. I'll do one more. And we know more. it's the last one going in. Like, ah, okay. <laughs> Okay. I couldn't stop. I just <laughs> couldn't stop. Okay, here we go. Last one, Q. Oh, wait, that's not. Yes. Oh, no, I said Q. Q. Oh, I said Q. Yeah. All right. 40, actually going to be 35. Oh, that's uh, Drip Along Daffy. That's correct. <laughs> I, I have lunch in Gower Gulch right on yeah. uh, Sunset Boulevard every every few days. It's What's awesome. the name of the flower of Gower Gulch? What's her name? Her, her name is uh, skin just like prairie dog leather, and her name is Minerva Ulch. That's right. Nicely done. And her name is Minerva Ulch. She's the flower of Gower Gulch. All right, so let me just total this all up here. Oh, drip along. Uh, let's see. Anyone oh, for tenth? Oh, drip along, pal. One, two. I said three, I'd four, clean up this one horse town. Lucky for him, it is a one horse town. <laughs> all right, do you remember the name of the bad guy? Oh, it's, um, uh, Black. No, no, Blackjack. No, no, it's, um, I'm sorry, all I can think of is Hi Ho Tinfoil! Ooh. Um, ah. The black, the bad guy's Nasty Canasta. Nasty, nasty Canasta. Canasta. Yes. All right, folks. Is that that, what does Daffy order at the bar? Uh, uh, what? It's, 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 it's he, he orders with something. With a slimy with a, yogurt chaser. Yeah, a slimy That's yogurt right. chaser, I remember, yeah. You know, I still I I quote that nearly daily when when <laughs> Dex says I like to get some I like to get some Robux and I go well I'd like what I like 
Like a trip to Europe. <laughs> I'd like to. T- <laughs> I do that every time. When's uh, lunch? <laughs> All right. So, so yes. you heard that right? Part one. Yes. 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 Actually, I must have anticipated that because it says part one at the top of my. Uh, uh, sorry. Six, uh, the Sixty-one songs was supposed to be part one. That's <laughs> true. I got <laughs> more. Part one A. <laughs> okay. So. The final score for this one is Siggy, 35. seven. Woohoo! Right? Granted, he's also three hours ahead of us. And yes. So you give him three away. extra Stop points. making excuses no, for me. all right. <laughs> you should have got more of these. Then, uh, I should have got more. Um, <laughs> I expected it. I expected him to get more. And, and just didn't. <laughs> Calls into question a lot. Okay. Jason, uh, excuse me. Hugh. Yes. 12 points. Awesome. Which means Todd came in at 17 points <laughs> for the winner of You Heard That Right. But an admirable effort, Jason, for someone who says they don't care for movies, you have a, you're right on there. And then there's Siggy. And so is Hugh. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, sorry. That's, that's all right. My, so my, I said my nickname in, uh, in broadcasting college. It's... Wait, wait. Let me just get this part. So Hugh... Yeah. And then I can drop it in. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Drop, Hugh drop, right. <laughs> Should I just say a bunch of Hughes so you can drop it in? So. Hugh. Hugh. <laughs> Give me Hugh. some wild lines. Hugh. 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 Hell, Hugh. Hugh. Oh, Hugh. Hugh. Oh, thank you, Hugh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> and then right, there's there Siggy. You You're all set. All right. So Siggy. thank you once again. Siggy. 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 Siggy! My son's sleeping. Siggy, his son's sleeping. Siggy's like, I want to be sleeping. When's lunch? lunch All right, everyone. So thanks for for this uh, Crazy Balls episode of You Watched It Wrong. Uh, We will uh, return for a third part if everyone's able to come back. Sure. uh, To do more intonation game more you heard that right and any other things you might like to, anyone else want to uh contribute maybe i could play along so all right so until the next time uh you where you watched it wrong on all the things where you watched it wrong with a you on twitter give us a rating on itunes uh after you've had a good night's sleep so you're in a good mood <laughs> <laughs> or better you can listen to this and help you fall asleep there you gently. go the, hush tones uh, hasn't helped me <laughs> And until next time, you know, all the preparation I did, I don't have a sign-off. Missed you, Siggy. I missed you, too. Hey, hey. (laughs) And if... Wade's getting all choked up at this (laughs) wonderful reunion. (laughs) All these years... (laughs) It was a 20 years... It's just like when uh, Dean Martin came on Jerry Lewis's telethon and... Yeah, it's great. And slapped each other. Yes, that's a great. I was just going to say, if only a few parts of Meatballs 2 was watched, Hugh watched it wrong. So all that for that. <laughs> I, 
that, that's a good point to end on. So, so I, uh, so I just like to say good night, everybody, and or good morning. We're done. That's it. the end. That's you right. end on a pun. That's it. That's it. All right. Oh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> good night. Oh, Thank sure. You. Thank and you all. Did you guys ever play 4D boxing back in the 90s? Doug Miller had it on his computer. We play whenever Is this your a opponent. Story? Yeah. Whenever your opponent has See, been he punched does it enough, too. Your opponent's been punched enough. He got what we called the worry box. Uh.